Blog Talk Radio. Okay, we're going to 
this thing. Wait, he saw this, and we're going to go to book of numbers. Before we go to book of numbers real quick, let's go to book of Genesis 36. Go to book of Genesis 36. Look at Genesis chapter 36. We're going to pick it up at uh, verse 8 to 12. We're trying to get a name real quick. Genesis chapter 36, verse 8 to 12. Genesis chapter 36, verse 8. Verse 8. Thus well Esau and Mount Seir, Esau is Edom. Verse 9. These are the generation of Esau, the father of Edomites, in the Mount Seir. Verse 9. These are the names of Esau's sons. Eliphaz, the son of Adah, the wife of Esau. Esau. Who you am? Riel, the son of Bathsheba. Bathsheba, the wife of Esau. Wife of Esau, verse 11. Verse 11. The son of Eliphaz, who with one Timon, Omar, Zepho, 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 Even got a stone with some uh, writings on it. I couldn't read myself. 
So I'll pass the mic over to uh, Mr. Lee and uh, whoever has the questions, if he speaks out of med or what else you have. No questions. No questions. Question. No questions right now. No questions right now. Nobody has any questions? Not at this time. No questions yet. Not at this time. Not at this time. Okay. So um, I guess uh, he can proceed with what he wants to say and we can move on. This was the class that we were expecting in the show. So at least we can formulate some questions about the book series or something. Well, we can, we can ask the questions. Excuse me, I had a dental surgery. 
and the sugar. I said, you know what? I'm going to crack the code. So for seven years, I sat at Starbucks, and I tried to crack the code. I couldn't do it. And so this one particular day, I was sitting at Starbucks, and I cried to the Lord. Yes, Starbucks, I said, hey. I said, if you don't give me the key to this, I'm done. It was at that point, I had an epiphany, a revelation, whatever you want to call it. From that moment forth, the Lord, he started giving me keys. That's how it started. But it took, it took all of 13 years, it took seven years to crack the code. Why? Because the, tra- the, the Hebrew uh, the, the translation or the understanding that's on the Internet is inaccurate. Because who's teaching it to us? the one who calls himself Esau. Yeah. But it can't be Esau. Why? Because Esau looked like who? He looked like you. So the one that's in Jerusalem is who? That's Yahweh. Or the one y'all call Japheth. What does the prophecy say? Japheth was what? Inhabit the tent of Shem. So you got all the white boys running around the Middle East, what they call the Middle East. They're Japheth. White Arabians. Those are white. Those are white Turks that are disguising themselves as black Arabians because the Arabians should look like who? Me and you. That's Ishmael. Ishmael was Abraham's seed. So it's impossible that that Esau is Jerusalem or Esau and and with the OPEC nations and in Samaria. Somebody has a statement or question? Hmm? All right, you got the flow, Mr. So, so, so what we have is, <clears throat> what you have is, you have a, you have a huge scam going on worldwide, and the scams don't just stop with us; it's all the seed of Shem. So these white boys are around perpetrating this huge fraud right now. Mm-hmm. And, but the thing that's helping them is they control the mass media. And so what we have going on right now with, uh, with Esau is, y'all saw the thing that uh, fell out with uh, Kyrie Irving yeah. and, uh, who was, uh, and Kanye West. Right? Mm-hmm. So what did they do? First, it was, it was, it was major news for what, three weeks, four weeks? We ain't heard nothing since that. That's how they do it. Well, they, they dropped him. Huh? They dropped him. How you going to talk to me in there? So what you, you drop to? A dollar, a dollar under a billion. <laughs> yeah, but guess what? He had a, he had a guaranteed forty million dollar year contract. He get forty million to play basketball. He get another thirty million to endorse it. Another thirty million somewhere else. He doing a hundred million. So it didn't. It was just a transfer. It was like the law. The law wasn't done away with, right? Did anyone reach out to him? Yeah, we talk. We talk to people. Uh, but just that. Um, uh, some other series that, and then but this particular one is. It took you how long to do this last series? That you mean the video? Yeah. The videos, man. The video. This, that's, 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 this is interesting. Let me tell you why. I, I, I was dealing with some people in, in fact, I had a brother in Pakistan. All right, I put the, uh, the storyboard together. Mm-hmm. I put the narration together, and I collected all the artifacts. I hooked up with a brother in Pakistan, put the video together, and then I had a sister in uh, Morocco to do.
do the animation. So I'm tripping trip on this, which means I had to get up every morning between 2 and 3 o'clock to talk to dude in Pakistan. It was 2 in the morning, or 2 p.m. there, and 2 in the morning here was like 3 p.m. in Morocco. So my whole system was on for about at least four to five months because I was operating in different time zones. But what was, what was smooth about it was, how much you think I paid to get that video done? That's a good question. I was going to ask you that. Uh, you give me a number. Give me a number. An hour and 35 minutes. Yeah. 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 Whatever science, whatever you want to be, it's right there on the internet. 
instead of using it for profit. I mean, that, that's basically, I don't know, did I answer your question? Was that, yeah, you know, did I, did I do the holly stuff?
That's just how it is. The Pakistanian didn't get nothing for his money, and so did the sister from Morocco. That's how that went. That's how Microbox lost the um, control. Uh, some big corporation came in and said, we want to buy 50, 50%, 49% of your organization. So that let them have a lot of fluent money in a company, which I was building with them at that time. So they waited exactly one year, and they came back, and they made a, a ridiculous offer just to buy a couple more percent. But the CEO didn't think about it. He agreed to it. Next thing you know, Norelco has 51% of Magnavox. And so everybody was scrambling trying to figure out what to do, but at that time it was too late. So when you control the hot sauce, that makes you the boss of the hot sauce. Only you know how much you need to shape it. But you know what? Getting back to the subject, you know, the original subject. You know, I, I, I have a whole lot of history class. You know what? I teach like 6,000 years of human history. But the question that keeps coming up in the class is the Hebrews, uh, there's, a, there's, a, there's a push to learn to read, write, and speak Aramaic now. I don't know if you guys surf YouTube, but that's the thing now. You know, I said, like, if I had one of my guys here with me, and he'd be a witness. I told him 10 years ago, I said, whoever can read, write, and translate, would be worth his weight in gold in the future. So I said that 10 years ago. Go ahead. Uh, all right, so we, we know uh, the first language being a schematic language, and then you have the kumi or uniform, and then you have, but then before the uniform, you have the Egyptian, the hieroglyphs. We have different. But, 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 you know, we just talking, right? Right. The, the, the hieroglyphics is not an alphabet. It's just right, right. You know what I'm saying? You got a bunch of what? You got a bunch of M representing letters. So what we teach is any nation that doesn't possess an alphabet is what? It's uncivilized. So how is it that the Egyptian was so civilized when he, Israel had an alphabet? Well, that's what I'm asking. Yeah. The pictogram is the first one that I've done research on is the, the, the came before. That the ain't no, that's not an alphabet. You can talk about cuneiform tablets. Well, I was saying that the pictogram before, we had the pictograms uh, in the book of, of the, the first languages. Where, where this is before the, the, uh, the flood, where uh, we have Enoch, Enoch, and Shem. They right. Shem, Shem, they're the name of God's law. But that's illogical. This is what the Gentiles teach. They teach that the brothers went out to the Euphrates, uh, grabbed some reeds, used a little pictogram, looked like chicken feet. In, a, in clay, stuck in an oven, baked it, and then you had the cuneiform tablet. That's illogical. And the reason why it's illogical is because the creator was right there with Adam. Adam had an alphabet. Adam spoke Hebrew. And the reason we know that that's, thank you. And the reason that's real kind. I'm going to just talk. <laughs> <laughs> Check this out. The reason we know that Adam was a, Adam was a, and this is piggybacking off you. Adam was a Sumerian Hebrew. The Sumerians were the first people, but he was also a Hebrew. Can I prove it? Yeah. When you read uh, the second, uh, the second and the third chapter, or even after, uh, let's let's pick it up when when Cain slew Abel. Uh, so when Cain kills Abel, what happened? Now before he kills Abel, Abel brought what to the Lord to the Most High? He brought the person of the herd. That's called a what? Tie, right? 
brought the fat. Only person that could bring the fat in, in, uh, and go before Yahweh was who? The, the priest. That same custom you find when Yahweh came down on Mount Sinai, he taught that to who? Moshe. So the same custom that was in the garden was the same custom that was given to Moshe in the will. So what does that tell me? That tells me that them brothers was Hebrew. They were, at that time, they were not Israelites because Yaqub had not been born. So they were what? They were Sumerian Hebrews. There were two types of people in Sumer. There was Adam seed, the, the, the Sumerian Hebrews, and then there was Cain seed. Cain seed didn't have it after big wife. They got kicked out of the garden. But Yahweh, he was what? He was working with Adam and his seed. So you're saying the Aramaic is the first language? It is. It, it is. It is. It, 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 yes. In fact, we got proof that uh, as uh, later 2200 BC, 200 about 240 years after the flood, that uh, one of the brothers, Cadmus, uh, uh, the Phoenician the Hebrew, took the Hebrew alphabet and gave it to the Greeks. The Greeks gave it to the Latin, the Romans, and it spread throughout the world. But they found, there are two artifacts that they found that, that verify this, uh, my story. Uh, they're called Vosophon writing. One was found in a, at the Colosseum in Rome, and one was found in Greece that proves that the, the Romans or the Latins wrote from right to left, like right. Israel, and, and they also found one in Crete, down in Greece, where they wrote right to left. So what does that tell you? That tells me that Every alphabet in the world has at its foundation, at its core. Right now, uh, this English alphabet, it is not English. There are 26 letters, right? Uh, only seven letters in the English alphabet are not Hebrew. That's real, ain't it? The letter C, P, F. I, U, V, and I'm missing one left. Only seven left. So the other, the other what? 15, what, what, or uh, 19, or what? Pure Hebrew. And then you have to ask yourself the question. This is going on somewhere. They, the whites, write, uh, the Anglo-Saxons write in their history books that the barbarians overran the western leg of the Roman Empire in 458 AD. But when the white boys got down to Black Britain, they already had alphabet. They had they had books, history books, the whole that. So the English language is a lot. Them white boys didn't have an alphabet. They they were, were that's why I said, huh? Yeah, I, I think they even heard they they were uneducated. Period. That Man, they didn't start the whites, according to their own historians, didn't start speaking a language to 900 AD. That's only a thousand years ago. So have you had anyone uh, contend, I know you have, with uh, the whole thir- uh, 13 colonies? That, that is they won't, the, they ignore, the white scholars ignore them. Oh, they, so, they don't want the smoke. That is the most. They mean, don't want none. Along with what we're doing with Jaguar, the next level that uh, the fear has opened my mind to was the 13 colonies and things like that. They, uh, and that's, call a hot, that's a hot idea. Listen, man, it's the truth. It's the truth. The thing is, uh, how, do you, how do you say this? The thing is, these whites didn't have it. They were nomadic. They were nomadic barbarians. This, this is, this is, well, this is, this is, uh, 
this is history that's understood by the white elite. They would be if you don't have if you don't have a, an alphabet, you can't write your history down. And if you, you're not stationary, you know the old times used to say that a, a roll of stone gathers no more. My grandmama told me that. <laughs> you know, when I was ripping and running from the south, I was just ripping. She said, "Boy, you need to slow down." So these white barbarians, they never built anything. So when they, when they, when they took over black civilization, black Europe, they inherited our history. So we had the, it was already the architecture it was already built. Same thing over here. There, there. The car out there right now. The guy running jumps in the car right now. He got the whole car. It's already there. All you got to do is get in drive home. It's the same thing with Washington D.C., Chicago. Same thing. You saw this. Uh, he went down. Hey, once we. Uh, they carted us across the Mediterranean, and after we fled down in West Africa, what did he saw do? He left his spot and went down to Jerusalem and said, I am the Jew. So everybody, and look, and, and, and this is not just relegated to us, the black Indian. The, the white channel, what they call a poll tax. I mean, so a white person could pay a, five, so like a $25 uh, poll tax and declare himself as an Indian, and they gave him the land. The $5 Indian tree. Yeah. So, so they, they, don't have, they don't have a problem having schools. They got a problem allowing the eyewitness into the school. So the eyewitness account is what's missing from the school. Oh, the visitor Franklin, the Thomas Jefferson, yeah. all of them, man, they just want what made you get into that? I mean, because I, I, I never thought about it because, you know, I learned it through here about uh, a black Europe uh, still trying to learn. I thought about that. that. You, you, ever heard, you ever heard that saying, on your way to learning something, you learn oh, something yeah. else? So I'm, I'm, I'm running down. I remember I was running down. I said, there's 300 years of missing history in Europe. Right. And I said, okay. I went to look at it. I said, oh, what's 300 missing years of black history? And I said, it's all black history. And then once I realized once I realized that King James was a black Scot and that Charles I was a black Scot, Charles II was a black Scot, the Duke of York, then I went back to see who founded the colony. I said, wait a minute, man. This is ours because King James was a Jacobite. What do the scripts say? Some will surname himself what? Jacob or Yahoo? Some will call himself by the name of what? Yish Grail. Did you have any help? Uh, I mean, the word pharmacy. Is me and me and that invisible angel. I was led into the church. So then from there, I started getting calls from the indigenous people, the black Moor. Then I started, I was like, man, you're a Moor. This brother right here is so, an indigenous. He was like, hey, I'm the, I'm, the, I'm the original Indian. Then I was like, first, I was closed, man. So then I started, I started talking to the brothers, and they started acting, they were acting like Hebrews. Also, we found uh, eyewitness accounts and documents that showed that the original colonists, the black colonists, had fringes on, like y'all got on. That was called. I mean, you could see it. You know, the, 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 the mongrel, we call it mongrel Indians, the pseudo-Indians that were here. They had on fringes. We've got the uh, uh, this I mean, uh, dictionary that tells you the first Americans on us, the top five people. So any of these Indians that were 
here, they were all dark skinned. But check this out. Sister Indian was already here, and the black Europeans came in. So guess what we got going on in the black community right now? You got you got black Europeans, and then you got the seed of uh, Judah that came out of West Africa. You got Judah, so you got, and then you got the indigenous Indian, the black Indian who thinks he's what? That he's us. So they told him, if you go back and look at the uh, 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 the census report from 1790 to 1830. 1790, there's a section in there for the Indians. Then in 1800, they start calling him all over black people. Mm-hmm. He disappears from the, the census report, and now he's classified as a Negro. Just a scam. This is what Gentiles are thinking of, that you'd be so consumed with uh, working a job that you'll never stop to see. But that's not happening right now. Right, right, right. But what's happening right now is this. This is what's happening. You know it's a revolt. You know, you, you know, who, you know who's filling the pit? The Sunday church. Oh yeah, we want to make right because their members are what fleeing the church. A guy can't stand up here and do q and I can do this all day, take a nap and do it again. No <laughs> real talk. This is what I do. Have the Christian apologists um, stopped you to make you or anything like that? They don't. They don't. They do debates with the children in Israel. You see our children yelling, screaming, and cursing on the Internet, ain't even old enough to be a minister. You have to be 30 years old enough the Yeshua sure didn't uh, enter into his priesthood until he was, what, 30. David didn't sit as king of Judah until he was, what, 30. Yasef or Joseph didn't uh, become Obadiah or governor over all of uh, Israel until he was, what, 30. So we got a whole lot of madness going on in Israel. I always say this. You can be Hebrew and you can be Israel. That's going to make you an Israelite. Israelite is the elect. He can actually what? He can see. How's that? <laughs> Y'all got it. Is that it? Yeah, that's good. Okay. All right, well, you know, we got a good one pass over here. April 3rd, April 4th. But uh, this whole concept, this whole concept of what can't be done, I, I call it uh, in a, a Hebrew, uh, a Hebrew school, and I'll teach my, I'll teach the children, there's no such thing as I can't. So when you hear people saying what can't be done, I always tell the babies, who told you that? Is that it? I guess that's it. Go
Remember, English did not exist at that time. There was no I in Hebrew. Can't find Israel. So somebody walked into you and said, man, ain't no such thing as Israel. I said, yeah, you're right. But there's a such thing as Israel. Huh? Yeah. Look, when you're dealing, when you're dealing with your enemy, the only way you go, you, you have to give him something. He, he, if he say, if he say no such thing, he said, how you get Jerusalem? I said, you're right. It should be Jerusalem. You go back and look at the shingles. You go back and look at the shingles from the Roman invasion in 70 AD. It's Jerusalem. Well, you know, Jay didn't get introduced to what 16 or so, so we got people that's running around. I, I say this all the time. I don't mean to insult anybody, but it, it's kind of comical now. Mm-hmm. We got people running around because they can say, Elohim, Shabbat, Dawah, Yaakov. That don't mean that you know Hebrew. That means you know how to enunciate or pronounce a couple of words. We teach in sentence structure and paragraph structure. We can actually have a conversation with a brother or sister. Could you imagine if you was around a bunch of white folks and you had a secret and you just spoke there and there? I did, I, every once in a while, I'd go into a restaurant and start speaking there and there. To see the look on these people's faces. What is that? I said, you don't know, do you? It's a blessing. I pray in there and there every morning. That's how I began to learn. It, it, uh, it, uh, it gave me an exponential growth. I didn't have nobody else to talk to, so I had to start booking the most high. So, okay, it's time to pray again. <laughs> Pom, uh, the word for time is Pom, P-O-M. And the word for time, you know, we're going to talk about time, time, and divide the time. The word for time is Pom. The word for times with an S, plural, is Pom, yeah. And the, word, the divide of the time is Hasa, Hasia, H-S-Y, Hasia, Pom. Half the time. Ain't nothing hard. But, but you know, the Bible says the diligent soul shall be what? Made that. You want to put that work in. Yeah, put that work in. Yeah, put that work in. Thanks for this. I shouldn't have went right, Dennis. I should have waited. Thanks, man. All right, that's it.
two, you got to make sure that you're doing some, uh, what we need, Sack of Timothy? What we need out of Sack of Timothy? Chapter, uh, what need, chapter two, verse 16? Uh, brother, brother O'Shea. Brother O'Shea. Let me get that Sack of Timothy chapter, Sack of Timothy chapter two, verse 15. Before the righteous spirit can come and do anything with you, you got to make sure you're doing you some Sack of Timothy. Chapter 2, verse 15. 2 Timothy, chapter 2, verse 15. Read. Hey, read. Study yourself approved. Got to do what? Study yourself approved. Got to study to show thyself approved. Unto who? Unto Yahweh. Unto Yahweh. A workman. You what, what type of person you are? Got to be a workman. Got to be a workman. That what? That needeth not to be ashamed. I ain't no shame you're a workman. You study yourself to be a, 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 a approved unto Yahweh. How you got to do this thing? You gotta rightly divide the word of your of truth. You gotta rightly divide the word of truth. So you say this show that stuff approval to Yahweh. Now, now, Yahweh got something to work with. You give the righteous spirit something to work with. I go break the things to your remembrance. You ain't got nothing to work with. What you got in your mind? Right. You ain't got nothing. What's in there? You ain't got no word in here at all. You ain't precept your body. You ain't bringing nothing to say. So what he say in Daniel chapter nine verse twenty two? Once that righteous spirit comes to you. And, and, and matter of fact, what is this righteous spirit? Before we go any farther, before we go any farther, Sister G, before you bring that out, Sister G, I know you hold something over there in James chapter 9, verse 22. Give me John chapter 14, and give me verse number 26. If you don't mind, please. Yeah, well. Let's see what this righteous spirit is. John chapter 14, verse 26. John chapter 14, verse 26. That's right. But the comforter, mm-hmm. which is the righteous spirit, mm-hmm. whom the Father will send in my name, mm-hmm. he shall teach you all things mm-hmm. and bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I have said unto you. So this uh, Holy Ghost, this righteous spirit, the comforter, what is he? What the book say he is in verse 26 that we can read. Mr. Lee Collins, you want to do some reading? Sure. All right, let's go to St. John chapter 14, verse 26. And let's see what the book said the covers here. But the comfort, which is the Holy Ghost. That's right. Whom the Father will send in my name. Mm-hmm. He shall teach you all things mm-hmm. and bring all things to your remembrance. Mm-hmm. Once well, I'll send unto you. So, so, what, so what is the comfort? Mm-hmm. What, what, what the book said he is? What he's going to be doing? He's going to lead to teach you and judge you. He's going to teach you. The comfort is the teacher. When it comes to some teaching, that's his job. He got he got to come and make sure he do a, 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 a some teaching. He got his job is to teach you. So when we read the down our Bible, we know. Let me put our mother's sword. I know I'm missing the page. And, and, and when I'm pretty going to some scripture, but we know that the comforter, he's a teacher. Did we not read that? Did he say that the comforter is a what? What are you gonna be doing? He's gonna be teaching. He's going to teach you all things. You see how this thing go? And when he does the teaching to you, when it, when it comes to the teaching to you, how, what are you supposed to end up with now, Sister Jesus, James chapter 9, verse 22? When it comes to do the teaching to you, which is the angel, as, as uh, 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 Brother Lee Thomas said, he's the Holy Ghost, the Spirit, what are you going to be teaching you? And he, oh, Daniel, chapter 9, verse 22. Yeah, when you get, when you, when you get done talking to you, what you going to have? What are you going to have? And he informed me 
understand. So you're going to have some what? Skill and understanding. When you get done teaching, you're going to have some skills and some understanding. Brother, uh, Brother Shield, give me Acts chapter 7, verse 51 and 53. Let's see, let's see what this comfort is coming to do. Acts chapter 7, we want verse 51 and we want verse 53. Top part of the Sabbath, I mean, bottom part of the Sabbath day. We're doing a, a Bible study here. We want to make sure that we uh, do this thing uh, uh, properly. We want to make sure we do this thing and we can read this thing. Let's put that on the table. Acts 7. Acts chapter 7, give me verse 51 and verse 53. We're going to the book of Acts chapter 7. We want verse 51 and we want verse 53. Now remember, when it comes to me, you're going to leave it with some skills and some understanding. But also, well, let's see what else that this righteous spirit uh, got going on when he when he gets done doing some talking to. And again, again, Sister T, give me uh, First Maccabees chapter twelve, verse nine and verse fifteen, please. Acts chapter seven, mm-hmm. verse fifty-one reads: You stiff neck. Mm-hmm. You, 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 you what? You stiff neck. <laughs> and uncircumcised in the mind. That's right. And your head. Mm-hmm. You do always resist, resist the righteous spirit. They always resist the what? The truth. That, but but wait, what the book say? I resist the what? The righteous spirit. They always resist this comforter, this righteous spirit, this uh, uh, teacher. As your father did. As your father did. So do you. So do you. Verse 53, what is this comforter, this spirit? What he, what he does? Who have received the, the instruction. But, but, but read the way it is, then drop the instructions in for the national who have received the law That's right. by the dis, dis, uh, disposition of minister spirits mm-hmm. and have not kept it. So they who have received the law, this righteous spirit, this comfort, it's the law. That's what it is. When he comes teaching you, this thing going to be in this law. It's all about this law. And he said, we are some stiff-necked people that come circumcised in the mind. He saying he is. He said, you always resist this Holy Ghost, this law. That's what we always resist. So when a comforter comes to you, when he comes to teach you some things, he comes with that law. That's what he comes to bring to you. Let those still get a priest up in That law, you know, is very important. So in this, in this book, it's called the missing book of the Apocalypse, which was taken out in 1885. Mm-hmm. Uh, but O'Shea, what do we say that we can read in the book of Sacramento 13, verse number?
the son is going to be the one that rebuked the nation. Mm-hmm. That was told to Ezra the sixth. Very, which for the wicked, life are falling into the temple. Uh-huh. We're clear now who's going to do the beatdown. The son is going to do the beatdown. Verse 38. Verse 38. And shall lay before them their evil thoughts. And all, all the nation's evil thoughts that all that they've been perpetrating ever since the foundation of the world. Mm-hmm. The evil thoughts will be laid before them, right? <laughs> The evil thoughts. And the torment. And the torment. Where they shall begin to be tormented. And, and they're going to be what? They're going to begin to be tormented. Which are like unto a flame. And they'll be tormented like what? Unto a flame. What is, a flame is fire. Yeah. So they're going to be tormented with some fire. Mm-hmm. And he shall destroy them without labor. He's going to destroy them without labor. And by the law. And what's going to destroy them is the law. So if we don't know how we're going down. We're going down by not keeping the law. That's right. So if we ain't got the law, we already have already put ourselves in a, in a, in a situation where the point that we already is condemned already. Mm-hmm. Hold that point. Let's that, that give me a little preach up on that. So you're going to be going, uh, condemned on the law. Mm-hmm. I heard a statement that was said about something, but took the G back up to the 15th chapter. First number 37 down to verse 41. Let's find out that you're going to be judged by the law. Let's see what law that he's going to look at you and judge you by. Because we clear he's going to be judged. You're going to be judged by the law. Is that right? Yeah. And then, 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 and then the young man read for the fact that in, in the, he gave you the law, but you haven't kept it, right? right. Yeah. Well, what law did he do? We're going back to 1537 down to verse 40. So, what does it say? Numbers. Numbers chapter 15, verses 37 through 40. Uh-huh. Numbers chapter 15, verse 37. Uh-huh. And Yahweh spake unto Moses, saying, mm-hmm. Speak unto the children of Israel, uh-huh. and bid them that they make them fringes. He said, he said, do what with them? Bid them. What, what, do that, what, what does that word mean? Bid them. Order. Order. Command. Command. Bid the children of Israel do what? Uh, that they make them fringes in the borders of their garments. Go ahead. Throughout so as long as you live, if you know you are a member of the children of Israel, you're going to be doing what? Having your garden. Have what on? Fringes and orders of their garden. Throughout their generation. As long as you live, go ahead. And that they put upon the fringe of the borders a ribbon of blue. And you just don't put, uh, you don't put them any kind of way. You got to have what on it? A ribbon of blue. A ribbon of blue on it. Go ahead. 39, right. and it shall be unto you for a friend. And it should be upon you for a friend. That you may look upon it and remember uh-huh. all the commandments. So the reason you wear the friend is to remind, remind you of what? All the commandments. All the commandments. Mm-hmm. Uh, who? Of Yahweh. And do them. And what? Do them. Go ahead, Yahweh. And that you seek not after your own mind. That means 
thing you don't do your own thing. That means make sure you're doing his thing. If you got this book in your hand, make sure you're doing his thing. Go ahead. And your own eyes, after which you used to go on horse, and you may remember mm-hmm. and do all my commandments. So the reason you wear the fringes is, is it what reason? Remember. It's a reminder. It's a reminder that the fringes will talk to you like another person standing next to you. It is a reminder about the Sabbath day. It's a reminder about the feast coming up. Mm-hmm. It's a reminder when you got your praises on. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Great. And that you may remember and do all my commandments mm-hmm. and be holy, righteous unto your Yahweh. So that's how you righteous to him. So if you got your praises on, we know that you line up with the Yahweh because it's a reminder of his law. Now, come back here, because here is uh, Brother Steele in his um, second, after 13, and the bottom part, he said he's going to do what again? Now, finish that up in, a, in that 38. 38. Yeah, it's just the bottom, and he, and he was. And, and he, um, and he was. Torment, where which they should begin to be tormented, which my wife is like, and he shall destroy them without labor by the law. And he will, and now he gonna destroy you by the labor. By the labor of the law. By the law. Go ahead. Which is light unto me. And light unto fire. Is that what it is? So that's how he's gonna destroy you. Now Sister G, this fire he's gonna destroy you with according to Jeremiah five fourteen as well. Five fourteen. What 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 is this fire? That he's gonna destroy you with. He said, without labor. They ain't put no, he ain't put no work in. There won't be no labor. Let's find what he's talking about in 514. Jeremiah chapter 5, verse 14. Wherefore, thus it says Yahweh, Yahweh of hope. Because you speak this word. Oh, because you speak this word. Word. Great. Behold, I will make my word. In your mouth fire. I'm going to make my words in your mouth fire. Right. And this people. And the people. Would. Would. And nice. it shall devour them. And it's going to devour them. So when you speak this word, you're going to find out who's who according to the pages of this book. Because the fire that you set out will be his word. Mm-hmm. And now according to a brother was here, according to Romans chapter 7 verse 1. Can we talk about it? Then skip down to 10, down to verse 12 and 16. Brother O'Shea, Romans chapter 7, verse 1, 10 through 12 and 17. Make it 16. Romans chapter 7, verse 1. 1 is skip down to 10 through 12 and 16. 1, you know not, brother. Let's read Romans chapter 7, verse 1. Verse 1. Know you not, brother. Yeah. For I speak to them that know the law. So he's speaking to who? He knows, he's speaking to the people that know the law. He, so, he, so he's speaking to the people that, so he's speaking to the whole world, isn't he? No, no. So who would this he know the law? Hold that point right there. I'll put the G. Find out who, who this that knows that he's talking to that's supposed to know the law. We're going to precept that in Romans. Well, we're going to find out what's going on in the book of Romans. Because there's a law. He said, Paul said, one, I'm speaking to them because they know the law. 
and unto his sons, mm-hmm. saying, On this wise you shall bless the children of Israel. So what, what is the protocol so far? What is the protocol? We just read the protocol of the Bible. What is the protocol step by step? Mm-hmm. Is what? Who want to take that? Who want to who give those seals the protocol we just got to read that was demanded by the Almighty? What is the protocol? One, two, three, four. The fear. No, according to according to the verse you just got to read. Look down at the verse and give me the protocol according to the verse. Six twenty two uh, again. Moses. Moses. To Aaron. Aaron. And his son. And to his son. And then to the people. Then to the people, the children of Israel. So that go your protocol of the Bible. The first one gonna get it is Moses. And Moses is going to pass to his seer Aaron. And Aaron is going to pass to the ministers with, with his son. And they were to take the children of Israel, right? right well. Now let's see what happens. Let's see what happened when it. Let's see what happened now. Go ahead. Continue to see. Verse 23. Yeah. <laughs> 
all right, if you can handle it, you can turn pages by, you know, one hand. Oh, yeah, that's good. All right. All right, let's get the ball game right, rolling. Now, the butter man's thing, why you got to be saving with the digital. Oh, no, um, um, this is coming. He has to be, he has to call, and he has to be in the same Okay, so the, the brother stated that he went to learning uh, that uh, school. Now, I was listening in what he was saying, but he said uh, the Hebrew school and all that, all the other stuff. But uh, I'm looking at it. He was trying to learn all this other Hebrew school, but I'm looking, I know Zephaniah chapter 3 verse 9 says about that. About trying to learn all this, uh, whatever they call it, they call it uh, modern Hebrew. Uh, Brother O'Shea, uh, give me um, Zephaniah chapter 3 verse 9. Now, he said that he, um, that's what he was um, on, that, that they said that he couldn't attain to the old Hebrew. Ancient Hebrew, thank you. Mm. Yeah, Zephaniah chapter 3, verse 9. Alright. 3, verse 9. Zephaniah 3, verse 9, chapter 3, verse 9, read. He did where he was at. For then will I turn to the people a pure language, that they may all call upon the name of Yahweh to serve him. With one consent. Yeah. Hello, that was Zephaniah chapter 3, verse 9. Chapter 3, verse 9. Yeah. Now, pick up at verse 8 make it sound good real quick. Now, if you come to see time, we're going to pick up at verse 8, then we'll read out verse 9. Therefore, wait you upon me, saith Yahweh. Verse 8. Therefore, wait you upon me, saith Yahweh, until the day that I rise up to the prayer. For my determination is to gather the nation that they that I may assemble the kingdom to pour upon them my indignation, even all my fear for all the earth shall be devoured, devoured with the fire of my judgment. Okay, you ready for nine? All right, so we're not worried about trying to speak other language, all that, the Hebrew, the school, all about that. He said when he come down, he'll give us our pure language back. Okay, we got to get right. It's his name. That's it. Bottom line, it's his name. All that learning, all that, what he was saying. Mm-mm. Okay. Now, he keeps saying Aramaic, real heavy on that. Aramaic. Yeah, you like Aramaic for some reason. Let's use that word Aramaic. Uh, Who was the word Aramaic? Which language did uh, the JUS spoke? Which language did he spoke? Let's Google that real quick. Which language did he spoke? You know, Google the name, but which language did he spoke? JUS. JUS. He 
in that Aramaic uh, uh, dialect. All that traces back to Semitic. Right. Thank you. One of the dialect. Which language did Jesus spoke? Who? I'm just. I'm just. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> All right. Okay. We got um. It says here, Aramaic is best known as the language. Let's read it like it is. Spoke. It is spoke. It is Semitic language. Originated from the Middle Euphrates, 1800 to 1600 BC. What are you reading from, brother? You want to talk back? You want to talk back? Mm-hmm. You want to talk back? Mm-hmm. Oh, I got it. Uh, yeah, I got it on mute. All right. Okay, I'm going to read that oh. shit. You're reading from, oh, you're reading from Google? Yeah, from Google. Oh, okay. Which language did Jesus spoke? Yeah. 
Exodus chapter 12, oh. verse 1. <laughs> Chapter 12, verse 1. And Yahweh spoke unto Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying, He says, in the, in, the, in, the, in the land of Egypt. What does Egypt mean to us? He said, Where is Egypt? You got to read it. You got to read it. Um, okay, let's, uh, let's, let's read that real quick. All right, uh, Sister G, let's go to Exodus chapter 20. Go to Exodus chapter 20, pick up at verse 1 and 2. Exodus chapter 20, verse 1 and 2. And Yahweh spake uh, all these words, the same, too. I am Yahweh, your Yahweh, which have brought you out of the land of Egypt, Midrash, out of the land of bondage. Out of the land of bondage. Out of the land of bondage. Okay. Let's see who we who we who we speaking to. Let's get a name real quick who we're speaking to. When it says you, let's get a name. We be clear about what he's who he's talking to. We're not talking to the whole world. We're gonna get a name real quick of who the you is. Speaking to you. Alright, we're gonna get a name. Give me um, Exodus chapter 19, verse 1. Let me try to get a name real quick. Exodus 12. 19. Exodus. 19. Exodus chapter 19, verse 1. Exodus chapter 19, verse 1. And in the third month, when the children of Israel were gone forth out of the land of Egypt, Israel. The same day came they into the wilderness of Sinai. So I was talking to the children of Israel. Brought you. Brought you out of the land of bondage. Yeah. Talk to the children of Israel. Okay. For second witness on that land of bondage. Exodus chapter 13. Exodus chapter 13. Exodus chapter 13, verse 1 and verse 3. Exodus chapter 13, verse 1 and verse 3. Chapter. So this, yeah, Exodus chapter 13, verse 1 and verse 3. Brother O'Shea Israel, Steve Roy. And Yahweh spoke unto Moshe, saying, And Moshe said unto the people, Remember this day in which you came out of Israel, out of the house of bondage, for by the strength of the hand of Yahweh, the son, who brought you out of, out from this place, there shall no leavened bread be eaten. No leavened bread be eaten. And then Okay, now with, then we're going towards uh, our new year, which quick. Let's see the, what's the name of the month of our new year. Verse 4. Verse 4. And if the household be too Exodus little. 13, verse 4. Yeah, verse 4. This day came you out of the month of Abir. The month of Abir. The month of Abir. Let's bring them to. All right. Exodus chapter 12. Which is the last 
is the 12th month to us, which is the last month of the year. All right, Exodus chapter 12, verse 2. Exodus chapter 12, verse 2. This month shall be up to you, the beginning of month. It shall be the first month of the year to you. The year to you. Verse 3. Speak you unto all the congregation of Israel. Okay, the congregation of Israel. Skip down verse. Okay. All right. Skip down verse. Get down verse. Get down verse four. And if the household be too little for the lamb, let him and his neighbors, his neighbors next to his uh, next unto his house, take it according to the number of the soul. Every man according to his eating shall make your your count for the lamb. Well, we know the lambs right now they got spot on that for the male lamb. We got blemish on it, so we know. Well, okay, now here they say, uh, let him and his neighbor, okay, let's preach that who his neighbor is, because they're talking about him and everybody. Let's go to Exodus chapter 19, let's go to Leviticus. Make that Leviticus chapter 19. Who is his neighbor talking about? Leviticus chapter 19, we'll skip uh, verse 1 and 17 and 18. Leviticus chapter 19. And Yahweh, verse 1, and Yahweh spoke unto Moshe, saying, Verse 2, Speak unto all the congregation of the children of Israel, and say unto them, You shall be righteous, for I, Yahweh, your Yahweh, am righteous. All right, verse 17. You shall not hate your brother in the heart or mind, you shall in any wise rebuke your neighbor and not suffer sin upon him. You're not supposed to have no hatred or any type of grudge against your brother. You're supposed to wise rebuke him and correct him. And not suffer sin upon him or her. Verse 18. You shall, <clears throat> you shall not avenge nor bear any grudge against the children of your people, but you shall love your people as I, as myself. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Go ahead. I am Yahweh. I am Yahweh. So this verse was cool. So Yahweh the Son spread out on that. Love your neighbor. Go to Matthew real quick. I'm coming back. The love. I'm going to touch on his love as well, too. Go ahead, Matthew. Go to the book of Matthew. Go to the book of Matthew. All right. Matthew chapter 5, Matthew chapter 5, verse 43, Matthew chapter 5, verse 43. I'm just getting warmed up here. Matthew chapter 5, verse 43. 
are my friends if I do, if you do whatsoever I command you. Therefore, verse 15. Okay, that's it. And uh, let's go to Romans real quick. If you love, if you love, and this was going to fulfill real quick, we'll go to Romans, go to the book of Romans. Romans chapter 13. Romans chapter 13. Romans chapter 13. Pick up at verse 9 and uh, verse 10 is the key point. Romans chapter 13. Pick up at verse 9. Thereof, 
Gonna see when this day uh, kicks in. Until the day kicks in real quick. All right. Give me uh one time look for verse. Give me uh Exodus chapter thirteen. And we're supposed to keep this Exodus chapter thirteen verse ten. Exodus chapter thirteen verse ten. Uh, Mother Dear Pistol of the Sea Royce. Exodus chapter thirteen verse ten. You shall therefore keep the ordinance in its season from year to year. We keep it from year to year. Every year we keep this ordinance. From year to year. We are what? All right. Let's go to Mark real quick. And I'm going to come back to uh, Exodus. Yes, sir. I'm looking at Leviticus. Leviticus 23, 32. Leviticus 23, verse 32. Leviticus chapter 23, verse 32. It shall be unto you a Sabbath of rest. Yes, ma'am. And Right. 
go to Exodus. Let me go to Deuteronomy real quick. I'm going to Deuteronomy. Get it out of Deuteronomy. Go to Deuteronomy. Go to the book of Deuteronomy real quick. Go to Deuteronomy chapter 16. Verse 6. Give me Deuteronomy chapter 16, verse 1, then skip down to verse 6. Deuteronomy chapter 16, verse 1, and verse 6. Mother Z. Deuteronomy chapter 16, verse 1, and verse 6. Matter of fact, let's, let's read all the way down to one six real quick. Get all this in. From one to six. Mm-hmm. Deuteronomy chapter sixteen. Verse one. chapter sixteen. Verse one down to verse six. Sanctify the Passover. Sacrifice. 
sacrifice the Passover at evening, at the going down of the sun, at the at the at the season, that you coming forth out of Egypt. Out of Egypt. It's just a reminder of what our forefathers and we're keeping the ordinance. Keeping this ordinance. You know, all the raising chaps already and half theirs already.
We are Jubilee chapter 6. He said we are the most we kept. We are touching on this, uh, what's coming up with the Passover. Jubilee chapter 6, verse 18. And this whole festival was celebrated in... Uh, this whole what? Festival. Okay, he said festival. Is, is that a... That has, okay, let's go to the big point. Let's see if that festival can hold up. But we don't do no festival. That's Esau's program. They call... They call... They kind of... They program festivals. Y'all, why didn't give us a festival? What did he give us in Leviticus? What did he give us in Leviticus? I, I have to read that for a reason. What did he call, what, what he call that? Because he didn't give us no festival. He didn't give us that. Let's go to Leviticus 23. Let's see if we can read festivals in Leviticus 23. Leviticus chapter 23. Pick up at the, verse 1 and verse 2. Mother E. Let's see if we can read festivals in that. That's one of Esau's trap words, Hellenistic words. Festivals. That don't even sound like no. The biggest chapter 23, pick up at verse 1 and verse 2. I'm going to get a name and see if that word holds up. And Yahweh, and Yahweh spoke unto Moses, saying, Verse 2, Speak unto the children of Israel, and say unto them, Concerning the feast. Oh, concerning the festival. The concerning the what? The feast. The feast. The feast of Yahweh. The feast of Yahweh. Talking about the feast of Yahweh. Ain't talking about no festivals here. Right. Ain't no festival at all. We can't be, you um, can't be this. Real quick. But you shall proclaim to be righteous uh, convocation. Righteous convocation. Even these. Are my what? Even these? Even, even these are my feet. Oh, my festival. These. These. Who y'all go Hmm. one group, I ain't calling no names. <laughs> Yeah. 
ordained. And these will constitute a complete year, and they will not disturb its time from its days and from its feet. For everything will fall out of them according to their testimony, their covenant. And they will not leave out any day nor disturb any feet. Okay, um, Brother O'Shea, think of it, um, yeah, think of it, verse 33, Brother O'Shea. Brother O'Shea. Brother O'Shea. years will come up 
and make an abominable day the day of testimony, and an unclean day, a feast day. And they will confound all these days, the righteous with the unclean, and the unclean day with the righteous day. For they will go wrong as to the other month, and Sabbath, and feast, and jubilee. 
read verse. Pick it up at 15 down and 19. Deuteronomy chapter 4, verses 15 through 19. Verse 15. Right. Take you, therefore, good heed. Take good heed. Unto yourself. Unto yourself. For you saw no manner of similitude on the day that Yahweh spake unto you in the world. Mm-hmm. Out of the midst of the fire. Mm-hmm. And, who, and who are you speaking to in verse number one? Now, therefore, hearken, O Israel, unto the statutes and unto the judgments which I teach you, mm-hmm. for to do them, mm-hmm. that you may live and go in and possess the land of which Yahweh of your fathers gives you. Verse 16. So we know he's speaking to the children of Israel. He tells you. Mm-hmm. You shall not sacrifice unto Yahweh any 
or sheep wherein mm-hmm. is blemish, or any evil favoredness, for that is an abomination unto Yahweh your Yahweh. That's right. It's a what? An abomination. It's an abomination when you get to follow any sun, moon, and stars that fit you want to walk around serving and serving Dagon and, and Mother Miriam and, 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 and uh, uh, white Jesus and all these different things that you want to serve. That's, a, that's an abomination outside of Yahweh. If there be found among you within any of your gates, which Yahweh, your Yahweh, giveth you, man or woman, that has watched wickedness in the sight of Yahweh, your Yahweh, in transgressing his covenant, three, and has gone and served false Yahweh's and worshipped them, either the sun or moon or any of the hosts of heaven, which I have not commanded. So this, uh, this is an abomination to go serve any other host of heaven, the sun, moon, and stars. So it's an abomination when you get to join the new moon. Because you worship You find the court to a moon face. These shows don't have nothing to do with the beginning of your month. They don't have nothing to do with it. Then you follow uh, 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 Mother Miriam. And he, he made a profound statement, Mother G.F. Israel. Let's go to Luke chapter 11. Let's pick it up at verse 27 and verse 28. Let's see what he said in the book, in the book of Luke, chapter 11, verse 27 and verse 28. Let's see what Yahweh the Son has to say about this. Luke, chapter 11, verse 27 and verse 28. Yes, ma'am. Verse 27. And it came to pass, as he spake these things, mm-hmm. a certain woman of the company lifted up her voice and said unto him. What she said to Yahweh the Son. Blessed is the womb that bears you mm-hmm. and the path which you have sucked. What Yahweh the Son said, verse 28. Verse 28. But he said, Yea, brother, blessed are they that hear the word of Yahweh and keep it. So, it ain't no blessing for you if you worship in Mary and bow down to her feet and kiss in that statue that's holding your peggy deeds to Jesus. There ain't no, ain't no, ain't no uh, uh, blessing in that thing. That's why the son said, blessed say that you what, Mother J.F. Israel? Brother, blessed are they mm-hmm. that hear the word of Yahweh and keep it. So you got to hear the word of Yahweh and you got to keep it. You can't be running around here trying to do your own uh, 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 Mother Mary and worshiping, Mother Mary and Joseph and all this stuff you be doing and crossing your, crossing your, uh, 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 your heart and, and tell a cross and talking about the old Mother Mary and Mother Jesus. There ain't no blessing in that. That's why the son said, no, 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 no. Bless the ones that do this word, hear this word, and keep this word. You got to just do this word. That's where your blessing come in there. So anytime you're doing that, you know that's not a blessing. Anytime you see anyone that's going around the Catholic church and he see them bowing down and crying down to his mother Mary, Jesus, then you already know what's going on now. That's an abomination. Then we just got done reading that in the book of Deuteronomy, <laughs> chapter 17, verse uh, 1 down to 3. That's what he said. Over to you, Brother Titus, this where it says, Lord. It says, Blessed be the word of Yahweh. That's right. And keep it. Hallelujah, Yahweh. All right, James, chapter 2. The book of James, make that James chapter 1, 
James chapter 1, Sister Phoebe, that there first is real. James chapter 1. Think about verse 22. James chapter 1, verse 22 to 25. James chapter 1, verse 22 to 25. James chapter 1. Matter of fact, uh, I'm going to have uh, Sister, Sister G to read that. James chapter 1, verse 22 to 25. Oh, 